the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. You know, two weeks ago, we spoke about five themes of Hanukkah, along with the history. Last week, we talked about the isms and how they defile our temple. So this week, we talk about activating your faith. As each day we are challenged by our culture, and I don't think you'll want to miss this program, uh, but let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu. Our Father, our King, we love you and praise you. We worship you, Lord. And Lord, Hanukkah is all about dedicating. So not only do we dedicate our lives to you, Lord, but we dedicate the fact that we are to be active. We have to activate that dedication. And so, Lord, I pray for this message today that it will touch hearts and people will want to activate so that they can see changes in our culture. We bless you. We thank you for this time of Hanukkah. We thank you for the upcoming time of Christmas. And we're just looking forward to how you're going to work in people's hearts. At all times, we are praying for salvation. And we ask, O oh Lord, that our loved ones especially our loved ones, would come to know you if they don't. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, we're about at the end of the year, and we certainly could use your financial support. We don't have business advertising to give us a revenue stream, so we depend completely on those of you who are listening and your generosity at this time of the year. So, once again, if you would call 813-831-5673 or go to heartofmessiah.org, either of those places would be great to uh, share and uh, help us so that we can stay on the air. Also, we'd love for you to come visit us. Friday night service, Saturday morning. If you're a churchgoer, they will not interfere with your Sunday worship. Uh, Check our website for times and locations. Um, Again, in this case, you would check shereshdavid.org. Okay? Or call Karen at 813-831-5673. And you know, I, I love to answer questions. So if you have comments or questions, suggestions, please email me at 
rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Now, don't forget about our Hanukkah Haggadah. We would love to send you copies so that you can participate each night and share with your family and friends the meaning of Hanukkah. If you want, we can send you a link to our website for a copy and a link for the blessings and the songs that go with the Haggadah. Call our office again, 813-831-5673. We'd also be happy to send you a, a hard copy, a paper copy, or many of them. So uh, if you can, again, we, we generally charge $3, but look, if you don't have the money uh, for each of these, uh, we'll, we'll give it to you free. So just let us know that you want it. Uh, that would be a blessing. Look, we have dedicated our lives to the Lord at Hanukkah time, and now it's about growing, truly becoming a disciple of the Lord. And so I believe wrestling with God and struggling with his word brings refinement and it brings maturity. It is when we don't think about what we're doing and are not willing to struggle with God's word that oftentimes we hit a slippery slope that we don't know we've even begun. Jacob wrestled with God and his name was changed to Israel which means for you have struggled with God and with men, and you have overcome. So may the struggle begin. (laughs) The definition of Hanukkah, you remember, is dedication. And so dedication to God has to look like something. Here are some questions to ask yourself. As I assimilate into Our culture, am I going against God? Wow. Serious question. Are all things that seem good God things? When we put God into a secular circumstance, does that make the circumstance godly? Are you and I part of a cultural slippery slope? That is being that we and, and is causing us to be drawn away from God. Is doing something that has no scriptural authority always bad? Do you ever wrestle with these kinds of questions? First Corinthians ten twenty three says, Everything is permitted, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permitted, but not everything builds up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. So one test of our application for our dedication to God is seeing if what we do blesses our neighbor. Make sense? Okay. 1 Peter 2.16, live as free people, but not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Rather, live as God's slaves. So a second test of our application of our dedication to God is whether we see ourselves as God's slave. You know, so often slave gives us a, con- an, a bad connotation. 
But when I think of a slave of God, that should be uh, it should be a great opportunity. We do many good things, but if we they are not God things, are we going in the wrong direction? Does it start us on that slippery slope? Over the past couple weeks, we've talked about what we should be as a result of dedicating our lives to the Lord and what we shouldn't allow in our lives, which is allowing the culture we live in to become the guiding force in our lives. One of the keys in this spiritual fight is to come against apathy. Apathy Uh, is one of the greatest dangers we face. Apathy is the lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. You know, the basic concept, I don't care. I don't care. That's apathy. If you knew that you could do something to help turn our country back to God, would you do it? How important is it that our country turn back to God? What are you willing to do? Have you prayed about it today? Have you spoken to people about it today? Did you speak in love? It's possible to speak in love, but difficult if people don't see things your way. Have you done something this week to be a vocal majority rather than a silent majority? Do you remember this story from a couple years ago? I mention this because it, 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 you know, I was such a big Hallmark movie fan. And after facing massive backlash on social media, the Hallmark channel reversed course. And they're allowing LGBT themed ads to air on its platform despite resistance from conservatives and family groups. That was just a couple years ago. Mike Perry, who was the CEO of Hallmark, apologized for hurt and disappointment for pulling the Zola ad featuring a lesbian wedding kiss and promising to build a more inclusive atmosphere in the company's programming. What this means is that the Hallmark Channel, which for years had been called the Family Movie Channel, will allow commercials that promote same-sex marriage as the norm, will work with the LGBT communities to be more inclusive and have their movies have gay representation. Well, unfortunately, they've been true to their word. Over the past couple of years, Hallmark movies have had a number of, in fact, you know what? There are very few Hallmark movies now that don't have LGBT characters as part of their roles, and some have been the stars, and uh, whenever I see that, I immediately turn it off. Within two years, they went from uh, allowing LGBT-sensitive commercials to bringing the LGBT message as normative in a number of their movies. This is Hallmark, the family station, and this is an example of the slippery slope. Think about it. How many corporations 
are involved in this. How many organizations. The narrative in our culture is that if you're against having the LGBT community represented in TV and movies and in the corporate life, you are a hater. Then they say that it's unchristian to not be inclusive. So they're actually challenging your faith. Did you say you would like to do something if you knew what to do? Well, I believe that if we're not going to be, if we're not, if you don't want to be apathetic, then you need to write letters, send emails. You can do that with Mike Perry at CEO. He's the CEO. His email is mike.perry at hallmark.com. We're living in a day where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I'll give you an example of something that I've recently done. I won't go into names, but I have a credit card that I've had for many, many years. And I've noticed that the company that I have the credit card with has just given monies, lots of monies to organizations that are not encouraging to a godly culture. So what I did was I've pretty much, I mean, I I still use it on occasion, but last month I started with a new company called Coin, and uh, I think it's C-O-I-G-N. They're a conservative company. They give to conservative issues, and I, I just feel like that's the kind of thing that we need to do. I, I'm not angry with my former credit card company or want to do anything against them, but I do have to follow what I believe is godly. And so, you know, pray about it. There are so many things that we do whether it's buying from large companies that are so liberal in the sense that they're pretty much against believers. And I believe we can walk away from those companies. Just like I I look at all the stuff in my house where it says made in China. I want to walk away from that and start, if I buy, I haven't been buying stuff lately, but if I buy stuff, I want it to be made in the United States. Look, we're living in a new day where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. There are a number of organizations that I follow so that I can stay informed with what's going on. One is called One Million Moms. Who, whoever would have thought that I would be part of an organization called One Million Moms? But their goal is to stop the exploitation of children, especially by entertainment media. So recently they sent, well, not recently, I, I guess it was last year, they sent a, a notification about a Twix advertisement. I love Twix. <laughs> Twix should be ashamed of their latest commercials attempting to normalize transgenderism and the use of a child to do so. Their nanny ad includes an elementary age boy wearing a princess dress alongside his nanny who is dressed as a witch. 
The nanny threatens neighborhood children when they are confused by the boy's costume, especially since it is not Halloween. Later, children at the park also ask him why he's dressed like that, that they say he looks like a girl, and he does. The gender-confused child says, dressing like this makes me feel good. The commercial, which seems to have nothing to do with a Twix candy bar, gets worse. But I think I have told you enough. Scripture tells me to love my neighbor, and I'm comfortable loving my neighbor, even if they are part of the LGBT culture. However, should I be comfortable with the normalization of that kind of behavior? Should I be comfortable with Twix people who have decided that it's okay to offend people who have biblical values because they want to be inclusive uh, to the LGBT community, but being inclusive does not mean including Bible believers? Make sense what I'm saying? Two years ago, someone sent me an email, and so I checked it out before I mentioned the contents to you. I mentioned this last year as well. The Brazilian group Porta de Dos Fundos, translated to Backdoor, has a film that was titled The First Temptation of Christ, which depicts Yeshua, Jesus Christ, as a homosexual in a clear attack on Christianity. Using humor and art as an excuse, this group has attacked Christianity in an unprecedented manner. They produce a film as Christmas is is about to come forward, and this was done at Christmas time. You know, I'm sure they wouldn't have done this with Islam and Muslims, right? Because they know what would happen. But believers, hey, no problem. In this film, they present Christ as having relationships with a homosexual while the disciples are alcoholics and unruly. The Virgin Mary is presented as an adulterous woman who has sex with God the Father. Until recently, anti-Christian works by Portos de Fondos were published on YouTube channel, but in 2019, Netflix decided to buy their production and distribution rights in a clear agreement to the group's blasphemous works. An international group, you know, and let me just stop there and say, how many of us watch Netflix? Look, we're in a time period where we really need to know what companies are doing, what organizations are doing. Another group that will tell us that is Citizen Go. It's a Spanish foundation uh, born from the experience and friendship of a group of people eager to serve society by ensuring that the dignity of human person and the rights inherent to it are respected in all areas. So working from a Christian perspective, they want to offer citizens and organizations a tool to participate in the improvement of our society. Look, I know you might be feeling uncomfortable getting email alerts about our culture. You get too many emails anyway, especially during, uh, boy, the political seasons. 
But do you think it's time to join a few family-friendly organizations and get their emails so that you know what is going on? Let me recommend One Million Moms, Intercessors for America, Family Research Council with Tony Perkins, the AFA, which is the American Family Association, is to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of American culture and a- and give aid to the church and um, its and help its task in fulfilling the Great Commission. The ACLJ, which is Seculo, American Center for Law and Justice, American Renewal Project, David Lane. Now, if I've gone through these too quickly, you know, you can go back uh, and go to uh, my, the website and go to this part of the tape, which is towards the end, and, um, you know, write down these names. You might say that you don't want to receive the emails, but, you know, you don't want to ask, have them ask for money. You don't like something about them. However, these and other organizations like them are fighting the fight with prayer and action. They are the opposite of apathetic. If you're not in the fight, would it be possible to say you are apathetic? What does this have to do with Hanukkah? <laughs> Everything. The Maccabees fought for freedom, even though they were a small minority, they fought. I believe God saw their hearts and they won unexplainably. It was a miracle. They could no longer be part of a culture that didn't glorify God and worship the one true God. Hanukkah means dedication. We are to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. We're to advocate for the Lord. Have we done anything this past week to advocate for the heart of Messiah? I think it's fair to say that the gay community has an agenda. I think it's fair to say that Black Lives Matter has an agenda. And I feel that it's fair to say that most Christians do not have an agenda. And I want them to have an agenda, a godly agenda. In the U.S., we have a population, a culture that has embraced separation of church from public square, embraced abortion, changed the definition of marriage, changed what normality refers to regarding men and women's identity, made truth relative more based on feelings, experience, and culture than based on scripture. Political correctness is becoming the rule of law. Well, I don't have any more time today, so I'm going to stop here and just ask you to consider what I'm saying. Next week, we'll finish this topic. We'll also be talking about Christmas next week. Please join us. As I mentioned in the beginning of the program, I don't like to talk about money much because I don't want things to be about money. But part of our worship is to give our tithes and offerings. And we would appreciate you giving an offering to uh, Heart of Messiah so that we can stay on the air. This would be a great month to do it. Also, we'd love for you to get the Haggadah, 
please call our office, 813-831-5673. Go to Heart of Messiah. Go to shereshtavid.org. And we would love to send you a Haggadah free. If, if you can't afford it, we'll send you many of them. Or we'll send you the link. Or the link for the, the blessings, how to do them, and, and the songs. So please, uh, give our office a call. 813-831-5673. Well, thank you for being here today. We pray that you'll come visit us at Sharesh David. Uh, and let us close in prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you, praise you, and honor you. And we just pray that each person listening would desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.